Hello. I'm just going to quickly introduce this week's show. I haven't even finished our one beer Hmm. that we drank during the show. You're lagging. I know. Yeah. Well, that's understandable. We, uh, we, we'll tell you why mm-hmm. in the episode, but, uh, we're, Bender and I are both kind of drained this week. Um, so just, just bear with us, you know, it's okay. We do give some good information about the album that is out now. Our brand new album, uh, Action Figures is now available for you to order Yep. Not just pre-order. You can listen to the the whole thing, all 10 tracks right now at uh, superdivorce.bandcamp.com or you can go to our official website, superdivorceme.com. You can hear it there and you can purchase the full CD or cassette tape at the moment. And uh, vinyl copies will be available shortly as well. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so make sure to check out the album. Uh, you can also follow us all across social media, um, on facebook.com slash super divorce, uh, Twitter at super divorce, Snapchat at super divorce and Instagram at super divorce band. Um, if you guys post like a picture when you, you know, I know pre-orders went out and people are, should be receiving their CDs. If you guys post a picture of yourself, like with the CD, like we will repost it on like our Facebook and Instagram and stuff. Absolutely. Um, so if you feel so inclined, please, please give us a shout out and we'll shout you back. Uh, if you want to follow me on social media, you can find me on Instagram at Bender, but, and if you would like to follow Nicholas, uh, go to any social media platform you can think of and type in at Nicholas Villars and see if he's there. Uh, also, make sure to follow him on Steam at Venom underscore Villars. Yep. Uh, Super Scary premiered yesterday. We brought Super Scary back from the dead. Uh, so be sure to go to YouTube.com and uh, search Super Divorce. Subscribe to our channel so we can get a URL. But... Uh, Super scary episode fourteen. Uh, Blood Diner is back with like a new format, new setup, uh, better quality camera. Uh, so it's pretty cool. And then uh, if you like super scary, make sure to check out Monster Movies uh, for which we're going to be staggering the release of those two shows. Yeah. So it'll be super scary one week, and then you'll get Monster Movies the next week, and super scary Monster Movies. So if you like one. Watch the other. And, and uh, if you hate them both, then don't watch either one. Yeah. So. And then also go fuck yourself. That's true. That's a good idea. So, uh. Hey, real quick. Yeah. Um. Two Sweet Records put out, which is the label that we are releasing, uh. We've released action figures on. The very first tweet from the Two Sweet Records. Uh, Twitter account that was going to your your buddy earlier today oh yeah Anthony yeah that's pretty cool so follow Two Sweet Records at Two Sweet Records T-O-O Sweet Records on Twitter and uh, with that here's another episode of the Super Divorce Supercast 
Please look forward to it, chefs. We are not getting a divorce. We are not getting a divorce. We are not getting a divorce. Welcome to the Super Divorce Supercast. This is Villars. And Bender. We're here this evening. It's a whirl, a whirlwind, whirlwind of activities within of Super Divorce. Yeah, tons of stuff going on. Most notably, however, would be our album, which is out now. Yeah. By out the, now. By the so, time you hear this cast, it'll be out. So you can go and you can buy that some bitch right now yeah you can stream it um on Bandcamp. you get several free plays through it and then the little thing will come up and it'll be like hey you should probably buy this because you seem to be enjoying it you've yeah. listened to it multiple times so why not uh you know yeah uh, which i don't mind mm-hmm. i've done that before like where i've been listening to another album yeah and that'll come up and it's like shit you're right uh-huh. I am enjoying this, and I've listened to it like five times, so I probably should just buy it. Yeah. So. That's cool. You know, that's cool. But what you should do is get a physical copy. Like, you really that's, should. That's where it's at. Because we got CDs and we got cassette tapes. We do have cassette tapes, and they're both awesome. They they're are both great packages. This is, uh, you know, a classic. Like we've got a CD that has a full uh, insert booklet. Which has... a lot of bands don't do these these days. No. It's like, because that, I'll be honest, it uh, it skyrockets the cost of production. Yeah. Which is, uh, if you're wondering why it's $15 for a CD, it's because we went with a little bit more deluxe package. Yeah. If you just do a single insert, then, you know, it's much cheaper. Right. Much, much cheaper, which I think is why people do it now. But, you know. But there's something to be said for a CD with a full insert, you know, full like 10 page insert with lyrics and uh, a custom drawing for each song. Yeah. And then uh, our cassette tape even has the lyrics printed on the, the little insert and it's got little designs on the tape itself and it's a blue tape. Like, yeah. I mean, how fucking cool, you know? Which again, there's another thing with the cassette. It was like the J card that flips open enough times to get all the lyrics on there in a legible, readable format. You yeah. Know? Um, that uh, that makes the cost go up, folks. So hopefully you enjoy enough to pick those up because yeah. um, I think they're well worth the, the asking price. Yeah, the tape is just like cool to have. Yeah, even if you don't have a cassette player. Though I will say it sounds incredible on cassette. Yeah. It's like, it's master. It's mixed and mastered perfectly for listening to on like an old cassette player mm-hmm. or a new one if you have a new cassette player. But then we're also going to have vinyls come out later this year. Which you're going to be able to pre-order. Yeah. Still be able to pre-order those even though the Indiegogo is done. There so, should be an option on the, uh, the band camp and on our website to do that. So you'll be able to pre-order vinyl, and then we'll also have t-shirts coming soon, too. And we've got buttons and stickers. Yep. So, lots of stuff. And we're going to look into enamel pins. Mm-hmm. And we have more ideas in the works, too. We do have more ideas to, to look into. Some more ambitious things that 
I don't think anyone else is doing. I don't know anybody Which else is what either. we try to do here, mm-hmm. you know. Not just to be different, but to offer, you know. Something different. To offer yeah. something new. To offer something fun. Something fresh. Something fresh. Speaking something worth your time. Yeah, fresh. fresh. So we've got that. some fresh brews. Jackie O's Dark Apparition Russian Imperial Stout. Yeah. This is really sleek packaging on this one. Yeah. Design, awesome. And uh, there's like a little, the neck of the bottle has like a little bubble in it, like a little bulge. And uh, it just, I don't know, it it just, you, it feels like a hefty beer. Yeah. While you're holding it. You know, it just feels hefty. Right from Athens, Ohio, too. Oh. Really? <laughs> it's also uh, 10.5% uh, alcohol for 12.7 ounces. That's good. Art by Jimmy Kaiser, it says. What is the art here? It's like a... It, it almost looks like a... It almost looks like a dark apparition. Yeah. With like a almost like a stitched mouth or something or yeah like a... it almost looks like you know it, but it's clothes like it's you know this yeah it almost looks like a zombie george washington <laughs> yeah somehow i could see that kind of the stance of it yeah you know it looks very regal yeah good word good word for it very regal uh... says on the on the uh label here again i was gonna say the back but cylinders don't have backs the hauntingly good brew in your hands is rife with dark complexities seven malts were used to create deep flavors of coffee chocolate caramel and molasses a hint of bitterness and herbal character from carefully selected european and american hops help support the monolithic maltiness a truly decadent brew that is intended to be poured into your favorite snifter <laughs> and given time to warm up from its dark and cool resting place so should we snifter these should we grab the uh the sam adams perfect pints <laughs> yeah i think we probably should and it's and let it get to room temperature even i think you're supposed to, typically with a snifter if we actually had one you would hold it as such with uh-huh. like the bottom it kind of rests uh-huh. just like In that your hand. so your hand warms the drink, uh, and then it's supposed to release the textures and the aroma, right? And so, well, the but we perfect can do the pint will do just just fine. Yeah, we can grab it around the. It's got the. Yeah, the the bulb, uh-huh. the bulbous area. Yeah, we can bulbous. grab it by the bulb sack. <laughs> I'll be right back. Okay, gonna go get our perfect pints. Perfect pint. And like I now I have an open beer and I really want to drink it, but I can't because I have to pour it into my perfect pint. Oh, you guys, Jigsaw came out today too, and I'm super excited about that. Also, Weezer's new album, also the Used's new album, also Stranger Things season two, all came out today. I feel like there's like something else that came out and I can't remember what it was. Besides Jigsaw. Charger. I think here comes Nick. Perfect pint. There you go. Thank you. Perfect. Yeah. 
I'm gonna pour perfectly into my perfect pint. is more well balanced than mine Thanks. I got a little too much head just, just a little bit too much do that trick huh oh, if my phone's on the charger or else I would like snapchat this because I'm good looking there it would be a perfect picture pour. of the <laughs> perfect pour into your perfect pint down a little bit that's what she said yeah i was gonna say that <laughs> come on go down a little bit you got a little bit left in here i don't want to swig it but i'm gonna wait <sighs> i hope you heard the pour because that was it was good yeah pleasing sounds Mm -hmm. you can make a playlist of please pleasing. look forward to this perfect pour please please proceed <laughs> punctually <laughs> with patience <laughs> let's see might be able to get the rest now Okay, got it. I have a, I have a uh, perfectly, perfectly poured, perfect pint. We're looking good. Yeah. Cheers. Oh, should we should we warm them? Oh yes. Yeah. Let's like. sit like this. <laughs> like hot cocoa. I even have my legs crossed because <laughs> I sit like a woman. I don't care. It's super comfortable. You think so? Sitting like this? Yeah. Yeah. So you... Do you do like a tuck? I don't know. You're, I just like... Because it always seems like... I'm, if you if you don't do it correctly... Yeah, if you don't do it correctly, smash. it's like uncomfortable. But yeah. I just like... I like this one. I do yeah, this. Yeah, I, I do that too, but like... Where every, the leg goes across and you make like a... I don't know. Square. It's kind of a square. Yeah. But it forms a triangle in betwixt your legs. Right, right, right. Yeah. No, I don't... It doesn't... I mean... Hmm. I also feel like with tight jeans, it would be even more restrictive. Yeah. Well? I'm not the smallest either. You know? I wasn't insinuating. I know. I'm just letting... I was, that's the, why I'm I asked letting, the, had... letting the listeners know <laughs> that, <laughs> you know, it's not microscopic. Yeah. Well, that's why I had to ask if you if you do a tuck or make sure to go over everything. Oh yeah, no, I yeah. kind of like. Yeah, you have to position just so. Yeah, just, just but like it. I don't know. I feel like my legs. I don't know. They feel like stretched almost when they're like linked up like this. Mm. It's weird. I just. It doesn't kind of, bother me. So it's like sitting yoga pose kind of. Kind of. Which it, you get the same from this too because you can like 
push your leg down and kind of feel the stretch like in your the groin area uh huh but I don't know hmm. I just it doesn't bother me to sit this that's fine yeah carry on if you wish <laughs> I will I'll <laughs> carry on like a wayward son we're just warming these uh Beers up a little bit. Yeah. Still feels kind of chilled on the top. A little. So. I was telling everybody that uh, along with our album, uh, Jigsaw comes out today. Weezer's new album comes out today. The used new album comes out today. Mm-hmm. Stranger Things comes out today. Yeah. It's a big day. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's like a couple other things that are releasing today. Mario Odyssey. Odyssey that's it. Yeah. Wolfenstein 2. Wolfenstein 2. Jesus, I wonder if there's ever been that much that's come out. I mean, there probably has, but but like that's a lot. That's a lot of stuff to care about. Like big name things all coming out on the 27th. I'm trying to get a Halloween release in, I guess. Something, sort of. Yeah. Just something i guess <laughs> the, it's just the closest friday to halloween yeah do you ever watch the uh simpsons treehouse of horror i've never seen it really no i always like those i'm sure there would be like a buttload of references i would like yeah but i just have never never watched it never seen it it always bothered me though that they used to air them the week after Halloween. Yeah. Which I was always like, why? Uh-huh. You know. We've talked about that before. Do they still do that? I don't know if they still do because I haven't watched I kept it. up on the Simpsons in years. Yeah, like we I was watching South. We were watching South Park last night, and they had a Halloween episode like already. Mm-hmm. You know. Was it good? Uh, I was in and out. Oh. It was funny because, like, Randy and a bunch of the other dads, like, dress up like witches. Mm -hmm. And then, like, something goes awry and the town is, like, really mad that they're all witches. And they can't think of the term witch hunt. Yeah. So it's just like, it's like a a witch murdering party. (laughs) Like, you know, something like that. A witch hide and seek game <laughs> it, was, it was funny well I guess we can what do you think yeah your, I'm sure it's fine alright let's it'll, try this it'll warm up the more we drink it too this Jackie O's dark apparition Rush, Russian imperial stout <laughs> Russian. cheers cheers like it yeah it's good every time every time I have a sip of a beer that tastes like this it's like I, I feel like I've I've made some small victory over IPAs <laughs> <laughs> just that I'm drinking this and I'm not drinking an IPA right now yeah so. yeah this is a good beer it's like yeah. a Guinness it's dark and thick like a Guinness mm. yeah it's good can't wait until 
our listener base grows to the point where you know we've got a good sample of people so within that mix there's sure to be a handful of IPA lovers <laughs> that will threaten to stop listening to us because we hate IPAs yeah we'll, we'll get hate fuck them who needs them <laughs> or they'll try and convince us mm-hmm. you just need to try this one <laughs> <laughs> This one will make you like IPAs. You're just you're just not used to it. I don't want to have to get used to it. I just want to like it. I know. It's like it was already... It already took some effort to get used to drinking beer in the first place. Yeah, it did. So it's like once you have... Once you have liking beer down, then I feel like, okay, what type of beer do I want to go and try more of? Uh-huh. And I feel like there's a split there. And you got the people who just want hops for days. <laughs> and, and the people who like their beer a little, I don't know. Refined. Sorry to say, uh, maybe a little more manly. Yeah. Manlier beer. <laughs> this is like, because it's like, this brings to mind images of dens and fireplaces. And yeah. Animal rugs and... IPAs yeah. bring images of curly Q mustaches and suspenders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what. So, sorry. Horn-rimmed glasses. Even though I have horn-rimmed glasses. Yeah, well. But I don't have suspenders. Yeah. Or a twirly mustache. Yeah. I haven't I haven't done the twirly mustache. You have long hair too. You don't have like I kind of have a hipster haircut, but you don't have like the comb over short, you know. Yeah, or like a quaff. Yeah. I don't have a quaff. Or a pompadour. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I remember in high school one time, uh, my hair was much longer than it is now. But I actually styled my hair. I like pushed it all up from the back on top of my head. Yeah. And style it into a pompadour. Oh my god. Just like matted down with a pound of hairspray. Yeah. You know, so it was just like crunch if you were to touch it. And I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. Maybe I'll do that again. Sometime. I have super um, emo hair right now. I have, right now, I have the hair I wanted to have in high school, but like didn't for some reason. But I have major Davy Havoc hair. Yeah, you just don't style it that way. Yeah. If you did it like that, then yes. Absolutely. It's so Davey Havoc. Yeah. December Underground. Like, when you do that, I just automatically just see you on a stage with, like, you know, a 2007 <laughs> post-hardcore Especially band. Especially with not, what I'm wearing right now, yeah, too. Not post-hardcore, more like metalcore. Yeah. You know. But yeah. Just, mm-hmm. But I don't, style, I don't style it like that, though. I could if I wanted to. You actually have a very similar haircut to the Miz. Really? Mm-hmm. That's what he uh, he's got. He could do the same thing if he wanted to, but uh-huh. it's just straight you back. Go straight back with it. Speaking of the Miz, I feel like I'm just taking a guess, but I feel like this week you've probably watched more professional wrestling in one chunk of time than you ever have in your life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Any impressions from from your time spent with it as opposed to maybe when you've just watched one match here and there uh, or something? 
you've seen a little bit more of the storyline side yeah. of things, I think. Um, it's I think it's it is very much it's very soap opera y in the sense that like there you know, some people are better actors than others and yeah. but they all kind of overact, mm-hmm. which is part of it. Yeah. But it's very I don't know. A lot of it feels very forced. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of natural acting talent floating around. Lots of no. natural like wrestling talent and showmanship. Yeah. But acting is hard. Yeah. It's really hard. Like you always I I'm the kind of person that like watches movies all the time and I'm just like, "Well, I could, you know, if I see a bad movie, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, I could do that. Like I could be in a movie." It's but it's still like even bad movies yeah. are hard to act that good in. Mm-hmm. I think I really do. Well, that's probably why there've been so few wrestlers who crossed over into like in Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah, it's because only a handful of them can really, only a handful really have the chops to do that. You I, know? And I like, mean, if I'm being, if we're being honest, I think The Rock is the one that has the only real chops. I mean, well, Cena, actually. Batista's done a Batista, damn good job. Batista, yeah. He, he, I forgot about Batista as Drax. And and also he was in uh, the new Blade, Blade Runner. Runner. Yeah. And uh, I feel like there's something else that he's been in somewhat recently that was pretty impressive. And it's evading I, me I, right now. I but... think I know what you're talking about. I, I can't place what it is, but I yeah. just remember seeing like Batista and I was like, oh. Because I saw a post recently and it was like, it was basically saying that Batista arguably has like a more impressive Hollywood career yeah, than The, the Rock. Rock. Like when you look at the quality of movies he's been in That's and fair. what they've done. That is fair. So Because The Rock is always doing buddy comedies yeah. with uh, that one guy. <clears throat> Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart did that. And then what else? Did he do anything with Kevin James? I don't know. Feel like he probably should have. <laughs> it seems like he. Well, would. now he's doing Ro- Jumanji with Kevin Hart and yeah. Jack Black, and you know, it's a lot of like stuff that you know is going to make millions of dollars because just... average Joe, every single average Joe is going to go see it. Mm-hmm. But and he's on that show Ballers, yeah, on HBO, which is apparently pretty good. I've never seen it though. Uh, I've heard the opposite, but no, I I, don't know. I, I like watching it's... HBO for Game of Thrones. Honestly, like. They put out, when you have, I mean, you have HBO Go, don't you? Mm-hmm. When you actually have HBO as an option, like as a channel, yeah. you realize that, like, everything they put out is high quality, but that doesn't mean that it's, like, good. No, of course not. Like, you Game know. of Thrones is incredible and well-deserving of its, like, fandom. Mm-hmm. Like, well, the network doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna like the show. Exactly. It's like just because I love Stranger Things doesn't mean I'm necessarily interested in every Netflix. Netflix original. Yeah. Really, that's the only Netflix original show I watch. But I think when you when I uh, maybe maybe it's just for me, but like when you don't have HBO, and all you ever hear about is like True Detective, Game of Thrones. Uh, I mean, even older stuff, like... I think True Detective was Showtime. 
No, it was HBO because it's on HBO Go. You sure? I'm positive. Oh. I'm absolutely positive because I've watched it on the app. Oh, okay. Um, and, and even older stuff like Sex in the City and uh, Entourage was Entourage and Oz. You know, when that's like all you hear about, and that stuff gets run on like network television, just edited. Yeah. Like you start to you build up this notion of like HBO in your mind, and then like, like I said, now that I have it, I'm just like, yeah. oh, good HBO shows are kind of few and far between, almost. Like, like I said, everything is high quality, mm-hmm. but like it. Well, most of them aren't running as long either. No, they're not. They're only I feel like it's just seasons. it's just like any other network, really. Yeah. With a bigger budget, but not every show is going to be an eight to ten season blockbuster that becomes a social phenomenon you know right. so i mean think about how many shows fail on network tv oh yeah it's like all the time but yeah so wrestlers who have crossed over i think cena has done a decent job i think he's done okay but he's in a lot of like straight to video type stuff the like rock kind of went through that though the, himself yeah, like his earlier stuff was just like scorpion king the rundown yeah like really kind of lowbrow just b-movie type shit and right then, then eventually you build your way up to that but i do i think cena's like fun i think you know, i think when he leaves wrestling not for good but when you only see him once, maybe every few years, uh-huh. kind of the way The Rock is now, that he'll probably get bigger work. Just because, you know, splitting that schedule, I'm sure, is tough. And then right. that probably makes studios not as interested. Because I know that The Rock was trying to have a match at WrestleMania, I think, last year. And whatever he was shooting, they like wouldn't let him. So it's like, if you still want to have a career in the wrestling world, you probably need to give up uh, certain things in the yeah. film world yeah that's fair I'd like to see I'd like to see Batista continue taking similar roles to what he has taken like stay well within that like really nerdy side of cinema yeah that would be cool yeah cause he does a good job yeah I'm trying to think of if you could kind of look at anyone who's just not even really ventured into that realm right now and like project who might be the next one to follow Cena like down the road uh-huh. who would you think I don't see Roman Reigns doing it he just doesn't maybe Seth Rollins I think Rollins could do a good job to be honest I could see him I don't know he, for some reason Jared Leto comes to mind yeah Similar, similar happen happenings. Yeah, similar roles, I guess. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I do like Dean Ambrose too. I don't know if you've uh-huh. seen him like backstage very much, but no, I haven't seen him backstage a lot. But I know <clears throat> what he looks like. Yeah, at least possibly. What about AJ Styles? <laughs> I'd love to see AJ in some stuff. For, yeah. For some reason, when you said that, like, I imagine AJ being very successful on, like, as, like, 
the dad on a sitcom. Yeah. Because he's got, like, the southern thing, you know? Yeah. And... I mean, he almost already looks like a dad on a sitcom. Yeah, well, I mean, he is. He's got, I think he's got three or four kids. Does he? And he's he, he posts videos of him, like, interacting with his kids, and it's always very cute, you know? Yeah. But he has, like, that, um, like, that kind of, like, dad that's trying to hold on to his youth mm-hmm. look, where, like, he has long hair and, like, kind of a thin goatee. Yeah. But you can imagine that he still, like, goes to barbecues in khaki shorts and a button-down plaid shirt that's tucked in with, yeah. like, his white New Balance shoes. Mm-hmm. But he still has long hair, like he's yeah. trying to be cool, you know? Yeah. Like he just hasn't got around to cutting it yet <laughs> from his college days. Which is weird because he never had long hair until like right now. Really? Like throughout his entire career when he was young, he's always had like a buzz cut almost, which is really tough to imagine now. Like I never yeah. want to see him with that hair again. <laughs> I feel like I've never seen him with anything but um, long hair. Yeah, he started growing it out. When he was, uh, when he was in TNA, right before he went to New Japan, and then he let it get like long the way it is now. Uh-huh. When he got to the WWE, Chris Jericho, when they were feuding, um, he would make fun of him. And, uh, he said that he had soccer mom hair. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, uh, if you really wanted to, I feel like Jericho could try his He could. Hand. He just, yeah, I think he would be good. He'd be a great comedy Yeah, just actor kind of like, kind of following the Rock's footsteps yeah. a little bit. Yeah, there he is, short hair. I think he, like, he looks like a dad there, too. <laughs> like, a different kind of a, dad. Yeah. Right? He just kind of has a dad face he, somehow. He, with short hair, he looks like a drunken come at me bro dad, <laughs> you know? Yeah. He's just like, what, you're, what are you saying to my kids? You're going to talk to my kids that way? Yeah. Get the fuck in the car. <laughs> no, get in the car, son. Like, you know what I mean? Like, definitely watches NASCAR. Yeah. Yeah. That's... He's like cool dad. Yeah, he is. He's just cool dad. He's the dad who's gonna he's gonna toss his son a beer at the barbecue, you know, when he's like thirteen or fourteen. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he's like, hey AJJ. <laughs> or A2J. Yeah, A2J. Oh, so, let's see. So you're... Are you stoked on this new Jigsaw movie? Mm-hmm. Think it's gonna live up? Mm-mm. No? Is Tobin Bell in it? I don't think so. No? I, like, really hope so, but I don't think so. I think the they're setting up the plot for him to not be in it, which is fine. No, I don't think the movie's gonna like live up or anything, but I am hella excited for it because it's a fucking Saw movie. Is this supposed to kick off like a new sequence or series of Saw films? I haven't heard, honestly. I've, I haven't heard any speculation about it starting a new franchise because yeah. the plot is that they're chasing a copycat. 
Okay. Because it's ten years after John Kramer's death, Jigsaw's death. Hmm. Uh, you've only seen the first one, haven't you? No, I've seen up to, I've seen one through three. Okay, so you know he dies in three. Yeah. So it's ten years after that, mm-hmm. um, and people are starting to die. Actually, games again. He dies in three. Yeah. I know this franchise. Then maybe I. Well, no, I wasn't questioning that. I was questioning if I had maybe seen four then. Four um, starts out with the two guys in the mausoleum, and the one has his mouth sewn shut, and the other guy has his eyes sewn shut. Was there a girl, like, taking over as Jigsaw? No, that's Amanda. She's in two and three. Okay. So and she dies in three. Okay, and then I think three was the last one that I saw. Uh, do you remember Donnie Wahlberg's character from two, mm-hmm. the cop? Mm-hmm. In four, his, like, former partner, this black guy, gets set up by Jigsaw, and, like, he plays a game, multiple games that are supposed to lead him to Donnie Wahlberg, who's, like, gone missing. Okay. And it's a different Jigsaw. It's all, it's still Jigsaw's plan, but it's a different person, because Jigsaw's dead. Jigsaw. Other Jigsaw. There's like it was in the Metroid franchise. Five different jigsaws throughout the franchise. Huh. Two very prolific ones. Five total, I think. Maybe more. Hmm. So it's kind of got like the uh, the masked wrestler thing. A little bit. Yeah. Where it's just like anybody could be. Yeah. Yeah. Someone just takes over. Although I do know also that Carrie Elways is not in the too bad in in jigsaw i think he said he wasn't going to be in it too bad which you wouldn't know why that's relevant unless you've seen past three i won't tell you i just i won't tell you which one i only say that's too bad because i like him as an actor yeah i do too he's brilliant he's good but yeah i'm very excited for jigsaw i love the saw movies did you get the uh, whichever one the packaging was where it was like bloody yes. whatever? Yeah. Is that a collection? No, it's just the uh, first one. It was an old one. Mm. It's like thin, like a CD case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's dried up now, but yeah. I still have it. I need to go back to Best Buy. They have all seven of them on Blu-ray for ten dollars, like in a collection. For ten dollars? Ten dollars, all seven movies. Huh. for 10 bucks huh yeah it's a damn good deal I was there the last time I was there I was going to buy it but I bought the Omen instead because I don't have any of them it was the, all four Omen it was the Omen collection it was also $10 but I bought that because I don't have those I've got Saw on DVD what if there was like a, you did a series that was kind of like the Omen mm-hmm. but but the Damien character is just like totally inept and can't do anything that he tries to do. He's always getting thwarted with his plans, uh-huh. you know. And it was called the Oh Man. <laughs> so it's like, oh man. Oh man. Like, every time he tries to have someone die in one of his evil ways, it's like 
just off just, just by off. a little bit. Oh just, man. Oh man. That's the old man. <laughs> I think that would be a good movie. Would I would be. fund it. That would be funny. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how he says it. Yeah. He's just mildly disappointed. Every time he tries to kill somebody. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. It's either he's not good enough at his job or he's not quite evil enough and he figures that out like like maybe he he hesitates and that's what causes him to stop short every time right because there's like a moment of hesitation and uh, and then he pulls the rope and the uh-huh. the anvil falls down after the guy's already stepped yeah. out of the way oh, oh man, man. <laughs> <laughs> the old man <laughs> yeah and he's he won't even like try and he doesn't try and kill people he will do things that would kill people if he was using like harmful objects Uh but it's like he's got he's got a bunch of like those big mega blocks stacked yeah you know in the shape of like an anvil or something and then he or like it's a bunch of pillows like yeah pillows pulls pillows down from off like the top of the roof and they just not only are they pillows they also miss the person yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh man that's funny the scenes where Satan confronts him would be good you know uh huh why aren't you doing your job I'm trying You need to do better. Oh, man. If you don't, I'm going to be very disappointed in you. Oh, man. That's all he says the whole movie. Why do you keep saying that? Oh, Oh, man. (laughs) That's funny. That's going to be good. So what else? What else? This is why we don't hang out before we podcast because, like, we've seen each other, what, like the last four days now? Yeah, something like that. And we're just kind of like, okay, we have a lot of stuff to do. Well, we can talk about what we've, what we've been doing. Yeah, we can. The past few days here. Uh, you're getting blown up, dog. I am blown up. It's because it's my phone is, like, charging, not charging, charging, not charging. Like, it's shutting itself on and off as far as charging goes. I just want it to stay for a little longer. But it's not doing it. Oh my god. Fuck it. I guess I'm done. Guess I'm done charging it at 34%. Due for an upgrade soon? I I asked my dad to check. Well, if I wait, you know, if I just give myself another like two paychecks I'll just go buy my own plan and everything just get my own shit are you gonna do another iPhone mm-hmm. yeah I think I'll probably stick with the iPhone too uh, didn't the the 10 just come out mm-hmm. so probably wait until whatever's next really next. yeah maybe if I can yeah because there's nothing wrong with mine right now. No, I'm sure so. there's not. It's just... Knock on wood. Yeah. 
I don't know. I'd probably, I'll probably get a 10. I know when I got that phone, they were like, you can come get the next iPhone, you know, in a year. They were like, you can free upgrade to the next iPhone in, in a year or whatever. And I like, I feel like I've had that phone for more than a year. Huh. Who do you have your, uh, who's your plan through? Verizon. Hmm. Well, back in the old days, you could only get the iPhone through the AT&T mm -hmm. carrier. Yep. You remember that? I was on AT&T for a long time. I've been Verizon since day one. Have you? Yep. I always feel like they, you know, they just like boast about their coverage and then like I never have signal anywhere. But then I was on AT&T for a while and they're like, we're within 0.01% of Verizon's coverage. And like, I didn't have signal anywhere either, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Like, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about with these maps that they show, their coverage. Yeah, like... dude, when we went out to, uh, have you been to Hawking Hills? No. Well, that's where Maybe, we went. but. We went there for our anniversary. Right. And once we got, like, within 40 minutes of where we are staying, it was, like, no signal. Yeah. Anywhere. Nothing. And it wasn't even, like, once we got up into the woods, it was just driving through open country roads, and it was, like, no signal at all. I know. It's so dumb. I don't. I do so, not understand where they come up with those maps. Yeah, like you said, because they show it on on the commercials, and it's like big, huge areas where it's like coverage all through here, and it just looks like the entire U.S. is covered. Yeah. In reliable Verizon coverage, and it's, it's just like not, no, that's not true at it's all. It's Not true. Not even a little bit. That's why, like in the carrier war, like I don't really even give a fuck because yeah. everyone's service kind of sucks. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You know, and it's one of those things that like got me thinking. Like once we got to the cabin where we were staying, it's like, well, shit. I hope I don't need my cell phone because I can't use it. It's just, it's just like an electronic device, right? That does nothing really when you're when you're not connected to the internet. And then, yeah, kind of reminds you why it might be smart to have a a house phone. Even though no one does anymore. Yeah. It's like... I don't know. You, th you think that, but then it's like, I get, you know, you get signal in residential areas. Like, if you're, yeah. you're going to go live in the fucking woods, then yeah. you, know, you should probably get a house phone. But I mean, even if like, let's say there's an issue with your carrier in that area or yeah. something happens and it's like your, your service is out. And you need to make an emergency call. You're just you're out of luck. Yeah. There is no wire to snip for the uh, invader at that point. Mm -hmm. You know. They put a put a little uh, what do you call that dampening device or something on the side of your house. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Out of luck. They have, they'd have to be really determined if that's like what they're gonna be doing to to steal stuff from you you would hope you hope they're just stealing well yeah they're not murderers oh my god I hope which is really you know I feel like I think people hear about like home invasions and such it's weird that you know, you're so worried about, like, uh, an intruder being violent. But I feel like that's the last thing most of them want, isn't it? 
most people who break into homes are probably just trying to steal shit. Yeah. There aren't too many people out there who break into homes looking to murder someone. Right. Not many real-life slashers. Right. That you know of, anyway. Unless they're all just really good at what they do and yeah. leave no trace. But, you know. That's the comforting thought. If you ever hear glass break, it's someone invading your home, and uh, you don't have the means to defend yourself, feel like you just hole up in your room, you'll probably be okay. Yeah. Probably. They'd rather not have a confrontation. Yeah, there's a reason they try to do it when you're at home. Yeah. Or at night. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, it wouldn't matter what time they did it. You just kick a door in with, the ma- with a mask on and, you know. Just fuck shit up. Yeah, just fuck shit up. So. Don't do that, though. You know. If you can. If you can avoid it, don't break into people's homes at all. It's not a good thing to do. It's pretty easy to avoid as well. Pretty dick move. Yeah. In my opinion. I don't understand. Have you ever kind of thought about the whole idea of of theft and how silly it is? Sort of, but... It's like, this isn't... This thing is not yours. And you just... You're just gonna take it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Get your own. Yeah. You know? Without stealing from someone. Get a job and steal their money. You could do that. And then, I mean, I don't mean steal their money like, I mean like (laughs) legit work your job and quote unquote steal their money. Steal. With your paycheck every two weeks. Air quoting the whole time. Yeah. And then, you know use that money to buy yourself things it seems like a much easier route doesn't it yeah it's like the there's no risk right there's no risk at all in that there's just work if you're out there listening right now and you're thinking that like you're like damn i really want a nintendo switch and i'm just gonna steal it i have an alternative for you and that is that you can uh you can get a job and you can just put you can just put like 20 bucks aside every week and in about 12 weeks no what would it be how much is a switch 300 300 so 12 weeks would be 240 okay so let's say in under in six under months. yeah in under 6 months easily you can have enough to buy a switch and a game and probably an extra controller or two depending if you can find like probably a bundle s- yeah maybe cuz i think even 18 would be 18 weeks which is like about 6 months right Six, three weeks per month or four weeks per month? Four weeks. Four weeks? Yeah. Okay, well then. Uh, yeah. Yeah, then you're looking at about. If you do 20 bucks over six months every week, you're looking at like $450, I think. Which is, you're right, plenty to buy a Switch, extra controller, and a game. Yeah. You might be able to buy two, two games. games, depending on which games you buy. Right. 
So think about this. If you're considering stealing a Nintendo Switch or you know someone who is, let them know that they're probably going to get caught and they're probably going to end up losing a good amount of time to being on either house arrest or actually going to jail. Losing money, too. More and money than you would have spent by just buying a Switch. Because you're going to have to pay for court fees and then you're going to be in jail. Yeah. And you're not going to make any money while you're there. So, get yourself a job. <laughs> I saw that... Uh, Fucking hobo. Yeah, you hobo, you bum. No. A lot of people don't want to work jobs they feel are beneath them. That's a problem, isn't it? Yeah. Which has never been something that I've succumbed to. No. It's like I've worked my more than my fair share of shit jobs mm-hmm. that you absolutely dread going to but it's like I need money so I guarantee you that if I if I needed to I could go out tomorrow and I would be employed somewhere by the end of the day yeah if I just went to the shittiest places I could think of some speedway or some McDonald's or some Burger King or some KFC probably in this area has a sign up on the window that says like immediate interviews yeah i see them all the time uh-huh it's just people don't want to work there so right because it's fast food it's fast food or it's it's a shitty gas station where you have to be the food steward make people fucking what are those tornadoes <laughs> tornadoes <laughs> make up their own pronunciation it's a tornado. Yeah. Tornadoes. That used to piss me off when I worked at Speedway. I don't... What is it? How does it... I don't know how... What the... Like... How you look at that and say tornado, but if you see a tornado, <laughs> you know it's a tornado. Yeah. But if you look at the same pronunciation, or the same spelling, and it's a, like meat-filled churro basically like on a rolly rack it's a tornado imagine teaching that in an english class this word is tornado unless you're in a speedway gas station and then it's it's tornado tornado. (laughs) i would say come on son that's that's just not even i would say ah watch out for the tornado (laughs) yeah if if there's a tornado and you suspect that it might have sucked up some uh, sausage and eggs, look out for a tornado. It's a breakfast tornado. It's going to destroy my house. Tornadoes spotted between the hours of 5 a.m. and, <laughs> and at 8 a.m. Those are tornadoes. <laughs> or I guess it would be 5 a.m. and like 11 yeah. A.m. when breakfast hours at fast food restaurants are. Yeah. If a tornado touches down between <laughs> 5 and 11, it's a tornado. Or if it hits a McDonald's at any hour of the day. Yeah. Because they serve all day breakfast. Yeah. So, it could be a tornado there, too. <sighs> what are your expectations for this album as it comes out? Oh, my God. Um... I just would like to see it just steadily grow. Yeah. Like, I'm not expecting to, like, hit it big, you know, tomorrow or something. Yeah. Like, I just I just want to, I want people to get it into their hands. I want to start playing shows. I want to start, 
you know, just selling more and hopefully people that get the album will feel inclined to talk about it. And that's all just, just a steady growth and they keep doing what we do, you know, and, and see a rise in that as well. Yeah. That's all. That's all I really want. That's what we hope for. We hope that, uh, everyone listening is going to grab a copy. You have to be a big fan of Super Divorce to even hear this message right now. You do. So, like, the chances are you already pre-ordered it, and yeah. you probably might have it by now. But if you haven't, right, or maybe you just pre-ordered the digital copy or, yeah. you know, what have you, it's like, pick up a CD, pick up a, a cassette tape. Uh-huh. This is how we're going to... Pre-order a vinyl. Because at some point, we have to turn this into a, a profiting thing. Yeah, eventually. Because there's been... A decent heap of money put into what we've done so far. Yeah. Not trying to guilt anyone to anything, but it's like if you're thinking about it, if you enjoy us, if you enjoy listening and you like what we're doing, you want us to continue, it's like we need, uh, we got to have, uh, we got to have our peeps behind us. That's how your other favorite bands are able to do what they do. Yeah. It's people supporting them, speaking, putting their money with where their mouth is. You know, voting with your dollars. And I'll tell you guys, I, for one, like, you maybe, maybe you're sitting there going like, well, no one does that. Like, people don't do that. I'm here to tell you that I do that. Yeah. All the time. I have certain companies and certain people that make certain things that I, like, am very loyal to. And, like, whatever they put out, I pretty much buy. Well, the uh, the Boglins, you know that guy, um, he's he's producing. If you're if you're familiar with Boglins, they're these really cool, like rubbery hand puppets, and they they look like monsters. They were originally released in like the late '80s and '90s, and I used to think they were so cool back in the day. And I don't even know if I ever got one, but I used to play with them like at Toys R Us every time we would go, and I had some friends that had them. And uh, this guy, I just found out recently, he's the man who uh, created them to begin with, got the rights back from the company that produced them, like, massively. And he's making them by hand on his own now. And I've recently ordered, like, a a little mini statue, kind of, that he did of one. And then he's got another, he's got, like, a full line. Um, he did two Halloween limited runs of uh, these two particular styles and I picked up both of them but they're like 20 bucks a piece you know for just like this little hand puppet rubbery guy and uh, he has no massive distribution deal it's just like his website it's like I want to see him continue making these things so yeah it's like maybe it's a little the average person might look and be like you paid $20 for that Right. But it's like, well, I want to see more of this stuff. So here, you know, have $20 because yep. to me it's worth it because yep. I want to see more from that person. Same thing with like some of the seemingly overpl- overpriced like Blu-rays and shit from Arrow or Shout Factory or mm-hmm. Synapse or whatever. It's like the average person might look at the price, but the collector who enjoys the material would be like, yeah, I gladly pay that because I know that it's going to 
lead to more in the future. Yeah, exactly. So it's a bit of an investment mm-hmm. in a sense. It's a vote of confidence. Yep. So take take all that and apply it to us. Yeah. And uh, give us your money knowing that it will help us, but also help you in the long run because it means more more stuff for you. Yeah. We're trying to have a... Trying to create a boutique experience, if you will, you know, through all the YouTube shows and, um, you know, just even down to like the the packaging for shipping stuff out. I was, I got the idea to do the little Two Sweet Records stamp on the cardboard mailers from uh, from Mondo. Uh-huh. Theirs are a bit more intricate. They actually have like Mondo that kind of uh-huh. just it's printed all over the entire shipping box. Right. But just like an extra little thing. It's like, here you go. This is where it comes from. And someone sees that. And it's like, oh, that's kind of cool. You know, just little stuff that kind of sticks with you. So we hope you guys appreciate that kind of thing. And and then eventually we'll, uh, you know, we'll release more stuff and have more bands on two sweet records and be able to help other people out in the same way yes sir so um as for now however i think we're gonna go and record some more super scary episodes yeah we're giving you a shorter cast this week because we have a lot of shit to do yeah i think we're both kind of fried right now anyway so i'm just like we are honestly like it's been a lot sorry Mm. about yeah sorry where we are both kind of fried but Nick has been working tirelessly on band stuff, and I have been transitioning jobs, working, working two, two jobs. jobs, and being here every single night doing yeah. stuff. So it's it's taken a lot out of both of us, and we've still got days to go before yeah. we can relax. We've got preparation still tonight to figure out stuff for the, the show on Monday, which is going to be our... Jesus, when's the last time we played a show? That was like... It was April or May of 2016. Yeah. A long fucking time. Yeah. So, we're yeah, we're going to go and play our first show as a two-piece on Monday night. Um, at Jimmy's... Jimmy's Ladder. Ladder 11. Ladder 11, yeah. Ladder 11 in Dayton. Yeah. So if you're uh, nearby listening to this, mark it down your calendar and come out and hang out. And we'll have CDs and tapes to sell as well. Well, we'll have stuff to sell. Yep. Uh, So, yeah, we're going to go record some more episodes of Super Scary for you guys. Um, So we'll talk to you in the outro. such a plea yeah you know please look forward please to look this. forward to please look forward we're to it. betting everything on yeah. it <laughs> not so like funny. it's not even that you hope they enjoy it it's just you're hoping they're gonna look, look forward, forward to, to it. it yeah it might let them down when it gets there right but at least they're gonna be <laughs> looking forward to it the whole time yeah <laughs> uh.
It's a great request. It is. Please because look forward to. It's not asking that much. No. Because you can say whatever you want yeah. when the thing comes out. But if everybody's excited leading up to the release, yeah. then like that's when you know you've done a good job. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we hope you enjoyed that episode as well as look forward to it during the intro. Um, be sure to check us out all over the internet. We've now it's the getting to the point. Now we got all kinds of shit going on. Yeah, no. Uh, our new album is out, so you can listen to it at superdivorce.bandcamp.com or you can go to www.superdivorceme.com and listen to it there. You can also purchase it uh, on CD or cassette. We'll have vinyl pre-orders up in the near future. Also t-shirts coming in the near future. Uh, you can also find us on facebook.com slash superdivorce. Twitter at superdivorce. Make sure you follow Two Sweet Records, which is the label that uh, Action Figures is being released on. Follow uh, Two Sweet Records at Two Sweet Records on Twitter. T-O-O. T-O-O. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Super Divorce Band. Uh, you can, f- you can f- get, search us on YouTube. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, we've got music videos on there. We've got Super Divorce Gets Beer. We've got Super Divorce Goes Shopping. We've got the return of Super Scary that just premiered yesterday with episode 14. And uh, we've got monster movies on there. So lots of shit for you to watch and check out and be a part of. If you want to follow me on social media, you can find me on Instagram at BenderButt. And if you want to find me, just look me up wherever you go at Nicholas Villars. Maybe, uh, Maybe I have an account, maybe not, but that's how to find me. Yeah. So... Or you can uh, find Nicholas on Twitch at Venom underscore Velars. And hopefully, fingers crossed, guys, maybe in about three or four months, I will also be on Twitch to play games with. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. So, chefs, uh, please, please look, look forward, forward to, to on our show Monday, our show on Monday at Ladder 11 in Dayton. Jimmy's. Jimmy's Ladder Jimmy's Ladder 11. Make, make sure you tell everyone it's his. It's Jimmy's. Jimmy's Ladder 11. And also look forward to the next episode of the Super Divorce Supercast. Right here, next week, next Friday. Bye, chefs. Super Divorce.